Welcome to A Course in Business Miracles. This is Heather Dominic, creator of businessmiracles.com and founder and leader of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Join me today for some genuine practical assistance and a business altering and life changing experience. A business miracle. This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode number 54 the one-third rule of time for HSEs. In this episode, you'll learn how to use the HSE one-third rule of time to have you excited, motivated, and moving through your business day with so much more ease. We are here to focus on becoming friends with time. First of all, this is about prioritizing. This is about what most needs your time, attention, and energy first. Write that down. This is a skill that you must strengthen to be successful as a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And I can definitely share with you where the concept of becoming friends with time came from because truly it was from my own personal experience, my own experience of stepping into the world of being self-employed. I came from working as a public high school teacher where as a teacher I had really learned how to operate within a very structured system. There were bells that rang every 42 minutes telling teachers and students that it was time to change classes. I knew that I had 42 minutes within which to teach a lesson, and within those 42 minutes of teaching the lesson, I became very good at creating a beginning and a middle and an end for my students. I also taught myself, because this was not part of my teacher training, believe me, I taught myself how to set the week up for success to create curriculum every week that would support my and my students was staying on track. And then I had this bigger umbrella goal at the beginning of each semester as well as the entire year. I taught both English and drama, and in my English class, I knew that I had certain novels that needed to be taught within a certain time frame, and I knew that I had certain tests that I needed to prepare my students for, and I also knew that for my drama students, it was always about the end result of a production. That was the bigger overall goal, again, per semester or a full full academic year. Then I needed to learn, and again, this was self-taught, how to break that goal down into weekly focus, and then from there, again, self-taught, how to bring that weekly focus down into a daily focus, and then from there down into those 42 class minutes of beginning, middle, and end. Now, (laughs) you would think that all of this self-training and having worked as a high school teacher for eight years, that when I stepped into being self-employed, I would have immediately transferred that skill, but I didn't. Because being self-employed is extremely overwhelming, especially as an HSE, which I didn't know that I was, which, of course, made it all that much more difficult. It was all super stressful. And in terms of what to do when and how much time to focus on this task versus that task, Boy, unlike being a teacher, I did not have bells ringing every 42 minutes, and at some times, I wasn't even sure what my big goal was, to be honest. 
You know, if I don't know what my big goal is, how do I chunk this down? Ugh, it was, I can just feel it. It was all very overwhelming, quite a mess, I will tell you for sure. But what I really experienced, and perhaps you can identify with this, is what happens when you don't have a plan. That is the biggest thing that stands out for me about that time when I first started my business. What happens when you don't have a plan? And I can tell you the biggest thing is that time would just disappear. I would be working on one task, and then suddenly it would be two hours later, and I would feel like there wasn't really anything that had gotten done. I would find myself at the end of the day and just really not sure what had actually been accomplished. And I could easily find myself getting sucked down an internet rabbit hole, looking for information, leading to this site and then that site and this and that. And, you know, I was just teaching myself everything at that point. And it was just one big ball of overwhelm. And I would be on the internet and I would think that something looked good, but I wasn't really sure. And then that other thing, that could be good too. And I really, truly felt like Alice in Wonderland. Like I was falling down that black hole and there was no white rabbit to come and save me. And I just found myself gathering a lot of information and just having little action, little action when it came to implementing. Oh, I hate even talking about it right now, I have to be honest. It just sort of makes me sick to my stomach. Most importantly, does any of this connect for you? Does this resonate? And I remember it was so easy to get distracted. I also found that I could easily start taking care of household and family stuff during the day. There was a real blurring of boundaries. And especially when I started my first business, I lived in a studio apartment in Greenwich Village in Manhattan. It was literally like I was in my entire home all day. (laughs) And the loved ones in my life, they just didn't really understand, you know, that I couldn't be available to take care of things whenever they needed just because I was home. And there was this assumption that I could do it. And I know that I've also heard from clients and team members that it can really be easy to start instant messaging with your spouse, which honestly was not available when I first started my business, you know, but I know that comes up for a lot of Business Miracle members is IMing, right, or texting with your partner, your spouse, friends during the day. And then you can fool yourself into believing that you can or should be able to take care of life during the day while trying to also build your business. So then it sort of all starts to be like a lot of busyness and very little business. And that's busyness with a Y, like busy-ness. And that Y is the you, you taking care of others versus business, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, which has an I in the middle of it, which is about me. If I take care of myself, by taking care of my business, then I can actually take care of others. But when you don't have a plan or you're not following a plan, then most likely that means that you are not saying no, right? 
because if you don't have a structure, if you don't have a plan, then you're not sure what to really say no to and what to say yes to. Let's write that down. And what I see happen for so many HSEs is that without a plan, the boundary line is blurred. And again, you can fool yourself into thinking that by taking care of everyone and everything else around you first, that you're actually being a better service to those that are close to you in your life, when the truth is, is that you are not because you are forgoing taking care of your business, which is the foundation to both your livelihood and your purpose. And let me be clear here, I'm speaking as an overall rule minus the exceptions, okay? Of course there is the exception when your child is sick and must be taken care of, or your parent is sick and must be taken care of, or the pets or your spouse. The key is to understand the difference between exception and rule, and to put self-preservation as a top priority, and I want you to write that down. And self-preservation equals preservation of business. Write that down, too. Because when I talk about self-preservation, I'm not talking about using self-care as hiding. Using self-care as a way to be in that HSE coping mechanism of hiding, which I see with HSEs a lot. And then also, if you think or believe that you must take care of everyone else first, then you are actually putting everyone else last. And I want you to take that in. And if you believe that self-care doesn't include your business, then you are actually putting your business last, which means putting yourself last, ironically, and putting your purpose last. Deep breath in. And let it out. Now, what I often hear from Business Miracles members when I teach this is what I have come to refer to as the yeah, but you don't understand. And we all have our but you don't understand reasons. But you don't understand, I'm a new mom. But you don't understand, my parents are aging. But you don't understand, I live where it's really cold. But you don't understand, I live where it's really hot. But you don't understand, you don't understand what things are like in my country. But you don't understand what things are like in my state. But you don't understand what things are like in my city. But you don't understand what happens within my family. But you don't understand, and we could just go on and on and on. The key is to ask yourself the question, what do you truly want? If what you desire is to have a successful business that is purposeful and that has you profitable, to be living a life of empowerment from your HSE strengths, if you desire that, then you must create the container for that to be born. Just like a baby must have a womb in which to grow and then to have a safe home in which to thrive, so is the same for your business. And not only do you need a plan, but an aligned plan. 
An aligned plan is a plan that motivates you and has you in a friendly relationship with time. And honestly, and this still happens to this day, when I look at a lot of time management tools that are out there, a lot of planning tools that are out there, I feel really bored and I get sort of sleepy and I get disconnected. That's me going into my HSE shadow of overwhelm. So what I realize is that the majority of time management tools out there are not designed for HSEs. What we need as HSEs is to feel motivated, to feel excited. When you're motivated and when you're excited, then energy moves. According to Einstein's definition of time, it was the concept that time is unmeasurable. Your experience of time changes based on how you relate to it really cool when you stop and think about it, right? When you're bored, you can just feel like you're living the longest hour ever. When you're excited and engaged, it's like the shortest hour ever. My experience at the end of my teaching career, I hate to say it, I'm embarrassed to say it really, but my experience at the end of my teaching career was boredom. And again, I'm still even to this day, I'm just a little embarrassed to say that because I loved my students so dearly, but I had outgrown that system. Those days would just drag and drag and drag on. Now, being in business for myself, the days just fly. And I've been self-employed for almost, you know, a decade and a half. And I'll give you just a little secret along these lines. What I've come to understand is that I recognize the moment I start feeling bored with anything that's happening with my business, I know it's time to Mm up-level. Now, there is an important clarification here. This is not about using boredom or, quote-unquote, not feeling it as a reason to avoid or hide. That's not what I'm talking about here. And again, that's something I see a lot of HSEs do. I'm talking about when I've already been fully engaged in the development of a system or program, I've faced my resistances willingly, managed my energy, and still after all of that, eventually come to a place where I find myself looking at the clock at any time during the day, then I know I'm being given the direction that something in my business needs to change. I'm being given the directive to up-level. So just imagine that your days just fly by in your business because you're joyfully motivated and the actions that you're taking are aligned for results. Not where or when time disappears down a rabbit hole because of busyness, but where time just expands out of motivation and creation and the joy Just the pure joy of being in business. That's what becoming friends with time is about. So, how do we do this? Well, one of my favorite authors, Emmett Fox, says that the secret of successful living is to build up the mental equivalent of what you want and to get rid of, to expunge the mental equivalent of what you do not want. 
And this is where something like the OFTU, Order Form to the Universe, really comes into play. The OFTU helps you get clear about what you don't want, don't want to feel, and what you do want and you do want to feel. It's a direct example of how our energy management tools are directly connected to our planning as highly sensitive entrepreneurs. Deep breath in. And let it out. Your schedule must be set up to support you in successful living. Your schedule must be set up to support you in building up the mental equivalent of that which you want. See, what I find is that so many people have an internal battle against time, particularly highly sensitive entrepreneurs. So this is about you arranging your relationship with time rather than trying to manage it or let it manage you. Now, I don't know about you, but most people don't like to be managed. Do you like to be managed? I mean, right? I just always think of each one of us in our own internal two-year-old, which is like, don't tell me what to do. Time doesn't like to be managed any more than you like to be managed by time. So we create harmony, and this is how we do that. The first step is what I refer to as the one-third rule. Write that down. This is about time off, time on, and time in your business. The definition of time off is when you're completely away from your business, and ideally you're not even thinking about it. Time on is when you're engaged in activities that support your business's growth. So, for example, you're receiving training like this one, or you're creating offers, developing marketing, or actually engaged in marketing. That would all be considered time on, working on your business. Then you have time in. Time in is when you are serving in your business. And there's two primary categories that make up time in. One, speaking to prospects, a.k.a. selling. And two, serving your clients. That's it. That is time in. So time off, time on, and time in supports you in holding boundaries with yourself as well as with others. What you want to do is you want to go through your calendar and you want to literally label and identify and mark the time off, time on, and time in. Now, if if you're in your practice, if you're in your business full time, then the ideal is you're dedicating full days. Full days when you're off, full days when you're on, and full days when you're in. For off, on, in, we're talking pretty much working hours, right? For example, for myself, I'm always off on the weekend. It's a very, very, very rare exception for me to ever be working on or in my business on the weekends. Time on my business is typically Mondays, and time in my business is Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and some Fridays. Other Fridays, I am off. So first you start with a one-third rule. Off, on, in. Let me talk about when you are in your business part-time, meaning that you maybe are working a full-time job 
or you're working a part-time job while also beginning your business. So then you take the time when you're not in your job. And then that time you divide into off, on, and in. So let's say, for example, you are working 40 hours at a bookstore as your current full-time job while also starting your business. And your hours at the bookstore are 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So then the remainder time is 3 p.m. to whatever time you go to bed. Or if you're an early, early, early riser, then the time you get up until the time you have to go to the job at the bookstore. And that time, you then divide into off, on, and in. What really sabotages a lot of HSEs when attempting to build a business while also still being employed and working for someone else is that they try to use all of the time when they're not at their full-time job or, again, part-time job, all of that time to be in the business. And it tends to just be one big chaotic mess. And then they end up being tired, exhausted, overwhelmed, and then just feel like a failure, throw in the towel, this can never work. The way that you can successfully build your business while also still being employed full or part-time for someone else is to take that free time and divide it up into the one-third rule. And how do I know this? Well, I did it. I started my business while I was still working full-time as a high school teacher. And not only did that include my teacher hours, which typically a school day does end around 3, between 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern. Well, sorry, Eastern because that's where I was working. And I was also directing a production because I was a drama teacher, so I directed an after-school production each semester. And still, I managed to start my business with three clients while I was still teaching. But the only way that I did it, though I didn't know that it was called the one-third rule, and I didn't have such clear understanding about off, on, and in at the time, but I did understand that I still needed downtime for myself. I at least had the wherewithal for that. And the time that I really dedicated to being in my business, I was fully dedicated and focused. The trouble really became then when I left my teaching job. And time just became so unstructured, as I mentioned earlier. Okay? So that is how you use off, on, and in. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor and undervalued, take my free self quiz to find out if you are indeed a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And if you are, along with your quiz results, you'll receive my free HSE success guide, which will teach you how to have your highly sensitive abilities working for you to create the results you desire in your business. Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.